Hi, this is Dr. C and the D. Uh, welcome to this segment. I'm Dr. Carol Kowalczyk and this segment with Claire. Hello, Claire. How are you? Hi, Dr. Kowalczyk. Uh, it's very, you know, emotional many times for many couples. And this is the time that we talk about what do we do when so far things haven't worked, finding hope after failure. So you and your partner are planning on having a baby, excited about, you know, starting your family. You've tried for a year, six months, not working. Your OBGYN says, go see a fertility specialist. You see them, a workup's done in a month. Everyone's excited. This is what we found. This is the treatment. You start to do your treatment for the time you're supposed to do it. You're doing everything right and it doesn't work. Then your fertility doc says, all right, let's go on to maybe do more aggressive things like IVF. You've now done your third or fourth IVF cycle you're, and, and there's no pregnancy after all of this. It's now been three, four years. You've been at schedules and appointments and injections and you are just done. Mm-hmm. So where do we go from here with trying to find hope after all of these these measures. Um, I can tell you, Claire, on my end, when, you know, it doesn't work with someone's own egg or sperm, you know, I will give, there's always options depending Mm -hmm. on on what your heart is willing to open up for. And, and I'll tell them that the choices would be adoption, embryo donor, either egg or sperm donor. Um, Also that, you know, some couples choose to remain child free. So, you know, my, my job is to provide these choices to patients. And I'm just, you know, curious at this point, as a counselor, what would you tell a couple who is, you know, trying to find hope after failure? Absolutely. Um, And, and the reality is, is that most, most people will experience that on some level, not, not all the way to the end, end of the game with child-free living, but what many patients have to do is, is kind of expand that neuroplasticity of in the beginning, I was only comfortable with this. I was only open to Clomid and I didn't even want to do IUI. And then after some time that wrapping their head around, okay, this isn't getting me where I need to be. I can, I can open that, that door up to consider other lanes. I always use the analogy in our support groups of, of a highway. Cause I think it gives a really clear and tangible view all of us are moving towards that same dream. Some of our cars are faster. Some of our cars are, are a little slower, but many times we need to just put on our blinker, switch lanes. That's going to get us to the destination. And a lot of times that just requires good, good information, good education about it, but also hearing other people. Um, I can't tell you how many patients uh, glean hope from talking to other couples who are trying different things and realizing, Hey, goodness, look at this family. They just did egg donation and, and they're, they're moving into a, a beautiful new season with a pregnancy and a baby. And it allows that hope to kind of regenerate. So talking and seeing other people in, in their different experiences and their fertility efforts is really what I have found anecdotally to be really powerful. It opens people's minds and hearts when they're able to see that goodness, that, that, embryo that was donated, um, you know, look at, look at the joy it's bringing to this couple who thought that, that they were at the end of the road. So there are many different options outside of, of our own genetics. Um, and I always 
try to be really clear. Genes don't make families. Love makes families. And so when you can really just open your mind and heart up to that, and that takes time. And the other part of that is you're going to go through a grief cycle while you're, while we're hopefully flexing and stretching our mind and heart to the different Uh, different opportunities. It's normal to concurrently experience profound elements of grief. So why me feeling anger, um, taking time off and kind of saying, you know, screw this, I'm going to focus on this part of my life. Um, But working your way through that grief process with somebody like a counselor can really help you stay above, um, work through those very valid feelings, but also allow you to to know the different options that are ahead of you. And, and many times people are, are easily able to come into that next lane with increased hope um, that I didn't ever think I'd build my family in this way. And my goodness, I would never even change it now if I could. Like the baby I was meant to have is, is the baby that I have, no matter how we got there. Um, and then also you touched on a really important and powerful topic, which is when do we decide that child-free living is is a space that we want to move into and close a chapter of fertility efforts. Um, it, it takes incredible um, thought. A lot of our couples um, certainly are constantly thinking about it, but you know when when is the end for us is is a common question. Um, but many couples, I always say there there tends to be a piece that they they can resound that uh, this is not, I cannot, and I don't want to move further. And so then what we do is we help our couples really navigate and, and notice the beauty in their life outside of fertility, outside of uh, talk of pregnancy. And we focus their energy on things that are, you know, not, not what could be, but things that are. And so I always say long before, um, you know, there was even a talk of a child, your partner chose you um, just for you. And that is and, so beautiful. Yes. And, and you were enough and you are enough. And there is so much goodness and beauty in your life today. And, and we can start to make those colors feel more vibrant. Um, and we help, we help process and we help you grieve, but we also start to look at what you do have and pour your energy into that in a way that feels very healing. And I think that is so beautiful. And the, and the nice thing about um, you and, and how we work together is, is one thing to pick up on is, you know, there are fertility centers that if your FSH is a certain level, your AMH is a certain level, you're over a certain age, they won't even talk to you. They won't even let you make an appointment. That's right. And that always irritates slash angers me because it's like, how are you dictating this couple's choices in life? Mm-hmm. And you've closed a door and you've not allowed information to be given to this couple to then make their own choices. Right. So we always welcome uh, couples and we've had couples, you know, anywhere from mid forties to 70, you know, but you know what you deserve. You're, you're a couple who came to me, who care about wanting to have a family. You're a smart couple. You've read, you've done your homework. You deserve to hear these choices. And how many times have I had women who have said, oh my gosh, I'm 44 and this fertility clinic never even wanted to talk to me or make an appointment. And we welcome you with, with open arms. And guess what? We're going to probably say the same thing that that other clinic did, but you're allowed choices. So you're smart and and you need to hear that egg donor is going to be your best choice. And this is your success rate using your own eggs. If we did IVF, this is your success rate. And there are women and there are couples that are like, wow, 
okay, now I get it. And they will choose to do egg donor or there'll be couples that'll be like, hey, Carol, I hear what you're saying, but in my heart, and this is the thing about being a woman, in my heart, I want to try myself and I want to be able to see if it works for me. And we'll say, you know, do you really want it? And then they may go through an IVF cycle and guess what? They might not get an egg or an embryo or an abnormal embryo. And then they'll be like, okay, I've done this. I see where I'm at. Now I'm ready to move forward. That's right. You know? It offers so some clarity. Think, yeah, mm-hmm, exactly. So, you know, so, so there is hope after unsuccessful uh, attempts and, and there's out of the choice boxes, but you know, there are times where child-free is, is, is an option that is, it can be very beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, and this is where I'm grateful for you, Claire, to help couples navigate, you know, through these choices. Yes. Everybody deserves, you know, just support no matter what phase or decisions they're making, um, because there's no right or wrong in any of this. It, it truly is just taking the experience as a whole and, and helping you feel valid, validated, heard, seen, and supported until again, we're, we're where you want to be. Mm-hmm. And that's the key where you want to be because all these choices are available egg donors till your early fifties, but is mm-hmm. it good for some couples may not be good for others. So it's where you want to be. And I thank you so much, Claire, for being on the team and to have that important, important piece of the puzzle so that couples can go to you and help navigate these choices. So thank you so much for all you do. Always my pleasure, doc. And with that, we're going to conclude this segment. And uh, this is Dr. Uh, Carol Kowalczyk from Dr. C and the D. And I'm hoping that we'll have more wonderful conversations in the future. Take care.